Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, the Warriors, they snapped their three-game losing streak thanks to another masterpiece from Steph Curry. But how sustainable is relying on 30 every single night? Plus, SGA, he took down the Celtics with a master class of his own, while Joel Embiid, he continues to put up historic numbers. So find out who the MVP frontrunner should be. Also, the Lakers, they've lost seven of their last nine. Is a blockbuster move the only thing that can save L.A.? NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. And look yes. here, the Woof. one and only. Like a special treatment. Absolutely. Favor. Thank you. Mr. Thank Michael Wilbon. It's good Wilbon. to be with you. Alongside two of Stanford's <laughs> finest, though. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Ramona Schnell. <laughs> don't worry. Kendrick Perkins, Adrian Wojnarowski, they're going to be by in just a little bit. I'm Malika Andrews. But first, we need to get to Steph Curry and what he did in the Bay last night. The Dubs, they were writing a three-game losing streak. Remember, that is until Chef Curry got cooking. All right, we're going to pick this one up in the closing seconds of the second quarter. The Warriors down one here. This is what Steph does. Pulls up the three plus the foul. Steph Curry, he's loving it in this one. And then the Warriors up one in this one in the third quarter. Curry, once again, you know that's good. He had 26 points, Janae, through three quarters in this one. My goodness, you know those games where he's just feeling it? We got some of those classics, and I think it's coming up soon where he hits the shot, turns around, and you know, it's like, oh, did that go in? Yeah, I definitely <laughs> did. But right here is what makes him great. His no fear to attack the rim. Watch this pick and roll, slicing and dicing. It was his night. And that's what I'm talking about. Golden State started to run away with it. Steph Curry, he says, yeah, yeah. It's a problem when he's talking to himself. I feel like I can't say I'm him anymore because everyone's saying it. Correct. But he is the original him. Yeah, Steph Golden State. gets it to Clay there. The Warriors once again getting out in transition here. Jonathan Kaminga putting on the exclamation point. Golden State, they get the win, 121 to 115. Just a little bit of jelly for Steph Curry there. The Warriors, they continue to go as Steph goes, right? They improve to 11-3 and this season when he scores at least 30. That's in sharp contrast to their 5-12 and record when he scores under 30. So the numbers, they, they seem to make it pretty clear as we say hello to Kendrick Perkins, the Warriors, they go with Steph go. But with the offensive load that he's being asked to shoulder, we saw this earlier in the season, right? Steph was putting up lights out numbers. They were winning. How far do you think Curry can carry the Warriors? Uh, I, I mean, I believe their ceiling is the first round exit. I mean, oh. a first round exit. And look, let, let me say this. If the Warriors are going to rely on Steph Curry to score 30 in order for them to have a chance of winning a regular season game, they are in trouble. They've been in trouble. And so it just goes to show you the lack of inconsistency when it comes down to players like Andrew Wiggins and Klay Thompson. <laughs> Last night what I saw, I saw Steph Curry saying, here, I'm not deferring to nobody. I'm not waiting on anybody else to go get off. I'm going to take this game in my hands because it's a sense of urgency and we need to win this ball game. 
The thing is, is that Steph knows that they can't fall too far behind the eight ball in this tough Western Conference. So if the same energy that we keep for LeBron James, and I know LeBron James is older, we have to keep that same energy for Steph, and it's good energy, meaning somebody else has to step up consistently. I, I can't disagree with anything Perk just said. Look, the Western Conference is so loaded that as great as Steph is, we still saw that what he's, he's played had 14 games of 30 or more, but he's had 17 games under 30. Mm. So how sustainable is this? It's great to watch, but can they even get – through the play-in. That's what we're talking about. Malika doesn't want to hear this, I know. <laughs> yes, that's a problem. And you have to have some contributions you need. Look, Clay has been better. We're getting Clay Thompson, the real Clay Thompson. And physically, how sustainable is that? Kaminga, what contributions are we talking about? What happens when Draymond Green comes back? There are a lot of factors in play that could all tip in Golden State's favor. But to ask Steph to do this, I'd say one round they could upset somebody in the first round, but that's what it would be. But you just mentioned, uh, Michael, the biggest factor, and it's Klay Thompson. I know the highlights are Steph Curry, his points. Can he carry his team with 30 points? The reality is is that they need those contributions, and they got them. Seven players in double double figures. But the real highlight actually happened after the game because Klay Thompson mentioned a key conversation he had with Steve Kerr. And he said, hey, he told me I should not be focused on the stats, on the numbers, on the all-stars. I should focus on enjoying this last chapter and what did that amount in one of the best defensive performances we've seen where clay answered the the, the call yeah watch these plays right here fighting under a screen going up against ben caro being big being physical and forcing a short shot again we see more plays Look how active he is. He's locked in. He's dialed in. This is Warriors basketball. It's not the points. It's not who gets the credit. It's who does the dirty work. And that conversation created a great performance for Clay, which inspired his teammates, which helped Steph Curry, which yeah. got them a win. That's their recipe. Steph, get him the ball, let him cook. Mm-hmm. But everyone else, play that textbook Warrior defense and contribute the way we know strength and numbers truly is. I think it's also the mood of the team and how much his energy affects them. Yeah. I mean, he talked pretty eloquently about the conversation he had with Steve Kerr where he said you know, he made me understand how much my negative energy affects the rest of the team mm-hmm. that I can't it's not just about my stats and my hitting shots and my making my field goals or it, it's about my energy and being a mentor to some of the younger players and if you'll allow me to mix some metaphors between sports here like what my college softball coach he always used to say like you can't hit a five-run home run Okay, it, 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 gripping the bat tighter is not going to make you hit it farther. Right. And all season long, when you watch Clay Thompson, he's just gripping that bat too tight. Oh. Right. Like he's just trying too hard because he's trying so hard to get back to the level that he was, to yeah. that, that way they were. And when he just relaxes mm-hmm. and plays defense like he did against Bancaro, he had 15 points last yeah, he night. He had a couple Bancaro of good stops. Going back to those conversations, these are flashbacks to Phil Jackson. Yeah. Steve's had these conversations. He's yeah. been on the other end of these conversations, whether it was him with Phil Jackson or a team. Yeah. with Phil that he observed. And so it's, it's interesting. You get to that time of year. We talk about, yes, this is the ultimate players league. But if people don't mm. think that great coaching elevates a team yeah. that can help in these subtle ways that the Warriors yeah. have, particularly that whole I, hate you, I don't want to use the phrase last dance, but yes, enjoy <laughs> this last stretch. Whatever it is right. yeah. to get Clay to realize that and to sort of to, to reach that point and touch that nerve, right. we may look back on that and that you're, you're so right about that, Shanae, as a point that is a turning point. 
for the Warriors. Particularly because there are so many threads right now that the Warriors are having to pull on, that they're having to deal with as mm-hmm. they're trying to sort of reconstruct what the identity of this team is and support Steph Curry as he continues on in his career. Because not only did they get back in the win column last night, it was also their 10th game, right, without Draymond Green. And they're 6-4 and four during their stretch without Draymond. The season, though, the Warriors are 7-8 and eight with Green, 9-9 nine and nine without him. So pretty similar win percentages there. And Steve Kerr, he, he spoke yesterday about Draymond Green. He said he hasn't been in the facility. Remember, Draymond is allowed to be around the team yep. facility. But he said, you know what? Draymond's giving us our space, and we are giving Draymond his space. What more can you tell us, Ramona, about Draymond Green's status here? Well, I mean, look, he's been in L.A. I mean, he's he has a house here. His family's here. If you look, at you see, there's some sweet Christmas pictures. He has a new baby, and there's he's been spending a lot of time with his with his his, his newest his newest member of his family. And I I think he's used that time away from them to work on himself, as, as our colleague Adrian Rocheresk has been detailing. Um, but also, they have used that time away from him for some clarity. Like I really think that's helped them. And, and, and look. This is what we all try to do over the holidays, right? Spend as much time with your kids, but the matching PJs. Yeah, I mean the matching PJs. I mean that I, I don't do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, Ronan. We get Shanae and I have matching but he, PJs. We do. God bless you that you got into the matching right. PJs with us. And, and you know, talking to people around the Warriors, my understanding, yeah. right? And I'm, I'm sure yours is similar. Yeah. Is that. Right now, this isn't space to be alarmed about. Yeah. This is space that they are very much okay with, and they feel that they need that yeah. in order to win Draymond is ready when he clears the hurdles that he has. And our Adrian Wojnarowski has reported it'll be sometime, you know, maybe in the, the 10, 11. If he's there, ago. that's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And that's what they're talking Correct. about. Correct. And when he's away from them, they can focus on who's in the room. Mm-hmm. Right? They can just focus on the group that's there, and they've kind of given those guys some ability to reinvent themselves. I mean, I think they've reinvented themselves around some of their younger players that they've been wanting to play more. And, and so much of Draymond is, is the bark in that team, the edge. Well, when you don't have that, somebody else is barking. Right. And so they're going to be able to sort of work on that too. Well, when he, look, when he comes back, and it's when, it's not if. When Absolutely. Draymond Green comes back, mm-hmm. he's got to understand there's a zero tolerance. Mm. For yeah. behavior, okay? They they can do some still special things together collectively without the drama of Draymond Green mm-hmm. and whether he's going to be suspended, how long he's going to be suspended, whether he's apologized, what he's saying on Twitter. No, 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 no. That's done. If they're going to be any good this year, if they're going to be relevant in the postseason, yep. Draymond's got to understand that to the degree of changing his behavior completely, right. and the Warriors have to understand There's that. a reason he got a $100 million contract this yep. last offseason. The Warriors understand how important Draymond is to this team at his best, but he has to be that at his best for Golden State to be at theirs. All right, still to come on NBA Today, Michael Wilbon. If you don't know his name, you better get familiar, my oh, friend. Shay Gilgis Alexander Cheney. Yes. Does he have the Thunder in championship contention? I will tell you. Ooh, I can't wait for that. And Joel Embiid, he had another awesome night joining a legendary group in the process. We're going to explain in mere moments. Plus, it's a new year for LeBron and company. Will the Lakers need to make a big move to save their season? Don't go anywhere. NBA Today. We'll be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. 
another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic in tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. The Oklahoma City Thunder, they made a serious statement last night against the league's best team. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, we're going to pick this one up. You know when he's wearing a jacket like that in Celtics green? He's standing on business. We're going to pick this one up in the third quarter. This is where Shea just started to take over. The Thunder up 11 at this point. OKC extends that lead to 13 thanks to that Shea bucket. And then once again, under 40 seconds to go here in the third. Thunder up nine, not anymore. Puts up the three and drains it. It's the 23rd 30-point game of the season for SGA that ties Luka Doncic for the most in the NBA. SGA, he would finish the game with 36 points. The Thunder lead 98-86 to after the third here. So going to the fourth, Celtics trail 106-90. to Jalen Williams gets the steal. Throws it down out in transition. OKC leads by 18 after that steal in the slam. Entering Tuesday, teams were 204-1 and when they went up 18 or more in the fourth quarter. So this one should be over pretty soon, right? Well, Jason Tatum. Oh, man, you can't do that over Chet Holmgren. Sticks with it. Gets that one to go down. Tatum had 30 points, 13 rebounds. The Celtics cut the lead to eight there. Jason Tatum kicks it out in the corner to Derek White. He drains the three, a comeback. It is coming, but can they go all the way? Oklahoma City Thunder, once again, driving, elevates, and gets that one to go. What a win for OKC, 127-123, your final score. So in the last five games, the Thunder, they have thwarted the Nuggets in Denver, right? They beat the West leading Wolves. Now they beat the Celtics, too. I don't know. To me, this feels like one of those stretches we could all look back on and say, oh, yeah, this is when we should have known. This is when the MVP conversation got a little bit more interesting. So, Kendrick Perkins, what conversation, what statement did the Thunder make last night? (laughs) Last night? (laughs) What they've made over the last, what statement they made over the last 10 games is put the world on notice and let everybody know that they're legit title contenders. And Malika, I always talk about those signature wins. Well, yes, damn it, they got them. Many. Beating the defending champs at home twice, beating the Minnesota Timberwolves, that's the head of them right now at the number one spot in the Western Conference, beating the best team in basketball in the Boston Celtics. Those are the signature wins. I tweeted this last night. They're a young team, but they have old souls. Mm. The way that they play on the defensive side of things, the communication, the way that they share the ball offensively, you don't see bad body language. You see spreading the wealth. They're letting each other cook, and they're doing it in great fashion. And I'm going to tell you this. From being the guy that made a finals run with an Oklahoma City Thunder uniform on, going through multiple playoff runs, 
When that crowd get back to Laos City, yeah. it's one of the best atmospheres in the NBA. That team is doing something special right now, and they are legit title contenders. Yeah, there is no doubt about it. That is one of the most fun arenas to be in, especially when the Thunder are this good. Thank you, Perk. They, they mm -hmm. continue to impress, right, against the league's best teams, and that's really what makes it so interesting to watch. And in large part, it's thanks to one, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So, Chanae Gumake, how's Shea getting it done this season? Ladies and gentlemen, I pride myself on numbers, on facts, on game-recognizing game. Yes, ma'am. And it's about dang time we talk about one of the best players in the NBA who does not get enough recognition, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He has transformed the Thunder to a contender, and he is the best at what he does. He leads the NBA in drives and has scored or assisted on, what, 784 points in those plays, the most in the NBA per second spectrum. And what I love about Shea is he's a three-level scorer. Level one, attacking the basket through his drives. He's got Drew Holiday on him, five-time all-defensive, with the left hand solely, takes tremendous balance to knock that down. He's got level one. Now to level two, it's mid-range. He's tied for first amongst guards in mid-range scoring. Derek White, all defensive last year, no problem. Lulls you to sleep, hits this blind shot because you lose sight of the basket, fadeaway bucket to the mid-range. And last but not least, he'll give you the dagger with three. Again, Drew Holiday on him, one-on-one, -on -one, able to knock down the three, create separation. All aspects of the game, perfection. Chef Kiss knocking down the three. Now, why does this all matter? Look at the company he is keeping. Shea now has scored at least 30 points 101 times in his Thunder career, only trailing, what, a pair of former MVPs and Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook? So SGA has gone from, what, all-star to all-NBA and now an MVP candidate, which is a great trajectory for both him and his team, Malika. Thank you so much today. And, you know, this has people talking, okay, well, if Shea's playing like that, then what do they need to get over the hump? Here's the deal. The Thunder, they have up to 14 first-round picks over the next seven drafts, including up to 10 over the next four if picks convey as early as possible. So our senior insider, Adrian Wojnarowski, is joining us now. And, Woj, in the preseason, Thunder GM Sam Presti, he said this. He said, we have to finish our breakfast before we start acting like we're on the cusp of something. But it appears like they are on the cusp of something, right? So what do you think they're going to do next? Uh I think they're going to keep letting this team grow. And they aren't in a far different place than they were before this season. They knew they had a group that they believed in. And what you've seen now is each 10-game increment, they've gotten better. They are top five in offensive-defensive efficiency. Only Boston and Philadelphia are there. They're on a run where they beat in the Celtics, Timberwolves, and Nuggets twice. They're going to keep letting this team grow. Yeah. They have the players here. They have a group here that they can let get into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Let them get through it. They are one of the three youngest teams in the league. San Antonio and Detroit are the other two. How are they doing? <laughs> We've not seen a team and a group like this in a very long time with a superstar in Shea Gildas-Alexander and perhaps multiple All-Stars in the group around them. There's nothing for this team to do at the trade deadline. Now, if they want to go out and get maybe a, a big off their bench, they're yeah, 29 in rebounding, something like that. But even their role players, Kaysen Wallace, Isaiah Joe, these guys may grow into great role players on a championship team. So you look at a team that's 23-9 and nine, and the rest of the league all over the place, underachieving, behind schedule, they're the ones who have to scramble and make trades. Right. Say, uh, Oklahoma City's going to just keep letting this team, they may have the group here. They may not have to go outside this group to really get where they want to go. Oh, and to keep with the 
the cooking analogy, the breakfast, the breakfast that Sam Presti is, is making, it's tricky when you add some ingredients. You never are sure exactly how it's going to come out. So you want to be careful that you're adding, if you're adding, the right ones. I wouldn't add anything. When, he's, when Sam Presti says we have to finish our breakfast, Sam Presti understands young teams don't win anything in the NBA, ever. Not, oh, in this era or that era or since the merger, young teams don't win. The only thing they're lacking is season. That's it. And you got to play together. And those guys were just so right about the group. They were confident in the group before. You look, Chet Holmgren is rookie of the year. I told you guys that. It is, this is no knock on anything Victor Wimbanyama has done or is doing. Chet Holmgren is rookie of the year. Plain and simple. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, to me, is at the top of the MVP discussion, along with Anthony Edwards, who somehow doesn't get mentioned. If we got to get over this whole thing that you have to play in Los Angeles or a big market to be considered primarily for MVP, they've got everything except they're going to get their hearts broken in the playoffs. That's an ingredient. That's what you happens with young you got to go through it. And it's time for them to go through it. Because th- mm. on the other side of it, my goodness, they're coming to get you. And, and Michael brings up a great point about a young team having to go through it. And I know Sam Presti believes this, just trading for a 30-year-old or a 32-year-old. That doesn't make uh, Chet Holmgren and Jalen Williams uh, and their young players, that doesn't make them 24 or 25 years old. They're still 21 or 22. And bringing a veteran in doesn't speed it up for those guys. They've got to go through it. They're going to get that opportunity this year. Perk, where do you fall on this? You got to think about the culture. Mm. You got to think about the culture. Look, we went down to Memphis a couple of years ago and did an all-access. We need to do the same thing with the Thunder because when we talk about having the best facilities, one of the best medical staffs in the game led by Donnie Schreck, I'm telling you right now, the the science and, and the, the, the way that they invest into these players, I was part of that organization, into their bodies, holding them accountable, uh, the chefs, the diet, everything across the board. Because one thing, it's one thing, right, to have the youth bought in, but it's another thing to have these guys playing at an elite level and staying healthy and buying into that system. And I think when you look at what Sam, what Sam Preston has come from, he come from that under that Greg Popovich Spurs type culture, and he just bought that to Oklahoma City, even when I was there. Now, has he loosened up a lot? Hell yeah, because we wasn't able to get away with those outfits and be able to be out there on social <laughs> media like Shay is. But that's, o- <laughs> but, but that's okay because you got to adjust. But I'm telling you right now, this team is legit. And it reminds me of Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. They took the Lakers to a game seven when they first put the world on notice. Now, they had to trade for yours truly in order to make the series <laughs> run. But at the end of the day, they put the world on notice. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that, that's how that one went down. That feels like the perfect note to mm-hmm. end this segment on. Because if the Thunders are rolling in the Western Conference, the, the Lakers, it feels like they are doing the opposite. Coming up on NBA Today, it really has been nothing short of a struggle for LeBron since winning the in-season tournament. But how one big name addition could potentially reverse the Lakers' fortune. Well, we've been down that road before. And not only is Joel Embiid putting up monster numbers, he's making history as well. We're going to show you the amazing club that he joined last night. Plus, was Jaw and his throwdown on Victor the play of the night? I mean, Caitlin Clark, she may like a word. We're going to debate that. You're watching NBA Today.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So they celebrate, and what a way to go into the new year for the Pals as they beat the Lakers by 20. It's the emotional fatigue, it's the physical fatigue, it's the, the grind of the season fatigue. And, and uh, when you're not winning, obviously, that's the frustration fatigue. It's been a tough, tough stretch. We have to control what we can control. We'll figure out, you know, what we can do to be more successful. It's going to take a little time. Where do you think the struggles are coming from the most? No, honestly, I'm not even sure. we got to find, find a way to get back in the win column and go from there. So the Lakers, they're just 3-8 and eight since winning the in-season tournament thanks to a bottom third defense. It's giving up the most made three-pointers in the league at this time. But they have a real opportunity here, right? They can get back on track in January. They kick off a five-game homestand tonight on ESPN against the Heat. They have 11 of their next 12 games at Crypto.com Arena. So, Mr. Wilbon, LeBron James is now... 39 years old. He's playing at an all-NBA level. Yes, Anthony is. Davis is playing some of the best basketball of his career, right? Averaging like 30 and 10 over his last 10 games with the Lakers. They're still the definition of an average team, though. So what needs to happen for L.A. to get back? Hello, Rob Palenka. Are we going back to where we were last year? They're not good enough. How about that old-fashioned answer? The Lakers aren't good enough. Not in this Western Conference. You have so just... The difference between last year and this, Minnesota and Oklahoma City alone make it different. So the Lakers are going to ha- he's going to have to do this again. I don't know that you can remake. And so I, you, you coming to me, I'm going to go straight to Woj <laughs> to ask, Woj, are we talking a one-player move here? Are we talking a remake? What can Rob Palenka do for a second consecutive pre-trade deadline move? Well, last year it was multiple players, and it built out their depth and their versatility, and I think ultimately it's probably that again. I don't know that that one player is out there who puts them necessarily over the top. You look at the depth with the teams they're trying to beat in Denver, the rising teams in Oklahoma City, uh, certainly Minnesota, Uh, but I think this is a team, and, and who's available? Who's going to be available, and what assets do you have to trade? And I know people bring up, you know, certainly Zach Levine a lot, 
He'll be he'll be back from his injury soon. But we have a new salary cap and we have a world where paying three max level players, it makes it really different to have a roster around them. You've seen that in Phoenix. They're really threading the needle here with the Lakers. But 11 of their next 12 at home, they might feel a lot different about themselves sure. by the end of this month and how, maybe what exactly it is they need than how they view it right now coming off, you know, a couple tough road trips. I mean, they've been gone forever. Like, they just have not been All home. first half of the season. The, the whole first half. So it's going to get better just being at home. But why did they win last year after the trade deadline? Because their defense got really good. And you just put that graphic up, they're 21st in defense. That, that, that's not how you win. And they've made changes to that starting lineup to just emphasize defense. They've, right. they've tried to put their defensive stalwarts in there, and it hasn't necessarily translated on the court yet. Rui Hachimura started last game, injured his calf, and then they put Austin Reeves in there for the second half. But I, I think they just need to get back to what they did well last year after the trade down, which was right. play defense. Well, I think they were banking on, though, doing that with this same group. And same, potentially yeah. that isn't working out up till this point. So if they don't make a move, Perk, what is the ceiling for this group? <laughs> First round exit? They, they don't have a choice. They have to make a move. The Lakers are too slow. Speed, speed, speed is what they need. And we, we last year, like, we, we took for granted what Dennis Schroeder brought to the table. Okay, he's gone. They basically replaced him with Gabe Vincent. He's been unhealthy. D'Angelo Russell, he's too slow. Them uncharacteristic, well, them characteristic dumb turnovers he have. But here's the thing. I know a lot of people... You know, we look at Zach Levine, and he hasn't had his best run in the Chicago Bulls uniform, especially with the money that he's been paid. But he also haven't been under LeBron James' wing. And when you look at a guy like Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving haven't been the same, hasn't been the same since he left LeBron. Right. But when he was with LeBron, we were seeing the best version of Kyrie Irving, not only being box office, but actually winning games, competing for championships. And it goes the same for a guy like J.R. Smith, Iman Shumpert. Like, when you get in that locker room with LeBron James, your mindset changes, your mentality changes. Hell, we saw it with Rui Hachimura just last year. He's been working out with LeBron. Uh, a team like the Washington Wizards gave up on. So I still believe that they got to make that move to get faster mm. at the guard perimeter position, knowing that you got to go against a De'Aaron Fox, knowing that you got to go against the SGA, knowing that you got to go against a Jamal Murray, knowing that they have so many fast guards in the West, they got to do something. Well, you brought up Zach Levine, so let's talk a little bit more about him. He, as you mentioned, Billy Donovan said he's expected to be back barring setbacks next week. What can you tell us, Woj, about Chicago's plan for Zach Levine going forward? I mean, this is what Chicago needs from Zach Levine. They need him to be healthy and play and show he's healthy, and they need him to impact winning. This team has played much, much better yep. without him yep. when he's been gone. He has obviously seen that, and I think teams around the league who are judging whether they would get involved in trade talks for Zach Levine, want to see those two things. If Zach Levine wants a trade, yep. if the Bulls want to find a trade, they need him to show that he, again, is healthy and that he can impact winning. And this is a player, I think, and, you know, Perk mentioned all of those things that the Lakers might need, speed and defensive versatility to guard all those players he mentioned. That's not what Zach no, Levine Zach. brings. He is an <laughs> offensive player. He plays largely one end of the floor. This isn't a two-way player. And so I think for the Lakers, and when you 
look at the Lakers yeah. and Bulls. There's difficult. There's difficulty putting the pieces together on what a trade would look like in terms of what the Bulls would want to have back. I think it's a tough trade to make. By the way, they're, they're ten and six yeah. in the sixteen games he's missed now in that bunch. Yeah. And two of those losses were one was at Milwaukee in overtime, and one is Jimmy Butler in Miami at the buzzer. They have played a lot better without Zach Levine. Top five team in passing, which they were not. I think they were like 23rd with Zach Levine in there. So, look, there's, there's all kinds of indications that they are playing better. Yes, Drummond going into the lineup and getting about some wilt-like number of well, rebounds. Every night, 15 rebounds. It's crazy, right? 20 Ooh. rebounds average in the last yeah. four games. So, they're playing better without him. They're, now, they'll try to dance around that. And DeRozan plays differently without yep. Zach Levine and better, and Kobe White's a different player completely. So they need to move Zach Levine. But you're right, Woj, and I know I've, I asked Woj this, but every couple of days I text him in the middle of games. <laughs> but what is, and and the, his value is just not that great. One of the things, not a two-way player yeah. at all. And so those things that Perk outlined the Lakers absolutely need. He can offset, yeah. though, some of those offensive stars with his – look, Zach Levine yeah. can fill it up. He can do that, and the Lakers may but, need but, that. But Go the, ahead, Perk. But, 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 but Woj and Wilborn, the two legends, y'all missed the key point. I said under the leadership yes, of LeBron James. Yes, agreed. That's the best case see, to make. Yes. Yeah. Yes, under right. the leadership of LeBron James. He just brings something different out of you. That's no it. doubt, Perk. He does. I mean – Look, he has not had that player above him. He's been the best player in Chicago. He needs that. And, and, and look, if he can't play, if he can't do it under LeBron, then who else would he do it under LeBron? Four years, about an average of $45 million a year. Oof. That's a heck of a gamble yeah. on asking LeBron James to validate, justify taking on that contract. Zach Levine has to show it between when he comes back now and the trade deadline on February 8th if he wants to get moved, if they want to find a trade. If they're playing better without him, though, do they give him the space to showcase himself? Listen, I think in Chicago, they're hoping that Zach Levine's been watching, yep. seeing how this team cool. has operated, and figuring out how he can fit back into it and impact it because they don't want to go back to the way they were playing. It was unwatchable. It, they, they were a team that was literally non-competitive when they were playing through Zach Levine earlier this season. We're going to have a front row seat to the Chicago Bulls tonight on ABC. We have two NBA matchups for you. The Bulls, the Knicks from Madison Square Garden. That's at 8.30 Eastern on ABC. And then we also have the Heat and the Lakers on ESPN. That's at 10 Eastern. The NBA Countdown crew, we tip it off at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Wilbon, we got a long day. You ready, my friend? Yes, and you know I'm going to be a nervous wreck watching the Bulls, uh, the oh, Bulls on a primetime network Text game. Text Will Bonner coming. This, is, you know, this doesn't happen very often coming. anymore. Coming up next on NBA Today, Joel Embiid is strongly defending his MVP. Is it a runaway case for the Sixers center after his recent play? We discuss. That's next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. I mean, what a December it was for Joel Embiid. He became the fifth player in NBA history to average 40 points per game in a calendar month. He joins, you know, just Wilt Chamberlain, (laughs) James Harden, Kobe Bryant, Elgin Baylor. And then he said, you know what? New year, new me. Forget about that. He kept it rolling in 2024. There's no naysayers in that building. Oh, let them know. Four and a half minutes left in the first tier. Joel Embiid. I mean, Cheney, he played 31 minutes. The second fewest minutes played in a 30-15 and 10 assist game in NBA history. The only player to do it fewer, Joel Embiid, on the same day a year ago. Guard pin down handoff yes. for a seven-foot center. What? <laughs> Like, it's just, at this point, I don't mean to make a joke, but it's like this guy does himself every single night, and it's almost like we're taking it for granted. (laughs) What is this, Joel Embiid? It's supposed to be hard to score like this. Honestly, no one in the league makes it look easier than Joel Embiid right now in the NBA. 110-97, your final score. Here's how it sounded after the game. It's good. That's all guys you win. Uh, you know, stats are great. Uh, you know, when you're winning and then when you're losing, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, sometimes you got to pad the stats too. So, you know, I, you know, he's, he's also good to pad the stats sometimes. <laughs> well, Embiid is the third player since the 76 merger with a 15-game streak of 30-point games. He's averaging 36.9 points per game during the streak. The 76ers, they've won 13 of these 15 games, including wins over OKC and Minnesota. And Embiid is one game away from matching Kobe Bryant's 16-game streak that was back in 2003. Kobe averaged over 40 points per game during his streak, led the Lakers to a 13-3 record in that time. And James Harden scored 30-plus points in 32 consecutive games. That was in 2018-19 during that season. That's not only the longest streak since the merger, but the second longest streak in NBA history behind only Wilt in 61-62. So at the time, James Harden, he won the MVP that year. Joel Embiid is on pace to do the same. Look at the betting numbers here. He's the favorite at plus 225. That's according to ESPN Bet, just ahead of Nikola Jokic. So, Chine, 2024, that means we can start talking about the MVP race at this point. Should Joel Embiid win back-to-back? Right now, absolutely yes. Early in the season, I think it was closer with Jokic, but with the Nuggets losing a couple of games and Joel Embiid having, you know, this type of spectacular consistency through almost the halfway point of the year, Joel Embiid right now is the MVP. I mean, the most impressive thing to me is, one, you know, like 31 points, we're like, oh, that's a light night for him. Crazy. Two, he's, you know, he's having a career high in assists. And three, he's doing more with what people argued at the start of the season with less. And he's bringing out the best of Tyrese Max. He's bringing out the best in his teammates. He's been a consummate professional. And, like, you're, you're getting signature wins. You're, you're producing huge points. You're improving your game. And you're doing this in three quarters? He's playing, like, 75% there's of the games no, he's in. Yeah. There's no argument against Joel Embiid, who I voted for last year. 
but I'd have my ballot right over here watching a whole lot of other stuff. Didn't we just talk about Shea Gilgis Alexander? Mm-hmm. He, what, he's not. He's doing all. Shanae, you outlined. Right now, who is it, though? Check, 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 check. I, I don't know. You don't know? No. And I'll tell you another guy I'm going to mention. Okay. Which doesn't, this guy gets no yep. mention. How does Anthony Edwards get no mention? Yeah. Anthony Edwards' team has mention. been the number one team in the league for much of it ahead of Boston, right? Anthony Edwards, come on. And people, he's not even on the board in Vegas. They got Giannis ahead of him? No. Luka. Sorry, not this year. Luca ahead of him? No. Two ways? Okay. No. Come on now. Let me- Anthony Edwards, because he plays in Minnesota, so you're saying that's it's, all you're it saying is. You're saying it's too early to pick an MVP? Yes. It's a little too early. But- and by the way, remember, I'm agreeing with you. I voted for Joel. I'm, I'm not backing Edwards, off. Edwards, Edwards, let's, 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 nine. It's a horse race. Odds. Let's look at Joel it's this year, though. I think last year, the way they went out and the way that Jokic won the championship – it was a hard pill for him to swallow, right? Obviously, yes, like the compare, contrast, the two big centers in this league, they have been the, the one-two in the MVP race for three years straight. Okay, that's a hard one, but he has not spoken one word on it. Like he is, he is not focused on Jokic. He is focused on himself. And when you look, he needs at, me. He, and when he you needs look at the way he's playing, to that, that, that that's right. case. He's gone from 33 points a game last year, which led the league in scoring, to 35. But he's also gone from four assists to six assists a game. And when you talk to him, you know, how many are you going to get tonight? How are you going to score? Like, it seems so easy. Like, we, we just mentioned all the scoring streaks. He goes, I'm all about assists right all now. true. Let me ask you just open question. He had a triple-double last night, by the way. Who is he having a greater <laughs> impact on the game than Shea Gilgis-Alexander or Anthony Edwards? Greater impact. Okay, so Joel Embiid right now is leading the league in usage. He's leading league. So, like, he's impacting every well, he aspect is. also no defensively. So, I think that's where I side. I know the list is fluid if Stephen A was here. If we, we start doing it. But if we had to vote right now, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's Joelle. okay to say it's Joel Embiid. Kendra Perkins, who would be leading your ballot at this moment? <laughs> I, I'm giving – listen, I, I'm loving all the love for the bigs. And right now, give the slight edge to Joel Embiid. But it's not a clear-cut favorite. Right, right now, like too many guys are knocking at the door. If the Thunder finish with the best record in the Western Conference over the defending champs with the West. number one seed, yeah. how can you not give it to Shea? Matter of fact, Boston has the best record in the league. Why has no one bought up Jason Tatum? He's averaging around, what, 28 points per game. He's elevated his game and making people around him better. Listen, I actually have a vote. And I'm not here to boast and brag, but this is how I'm going about it. Whichever, yes, I mean, I'm just saying, whichever team, whichever player, their team finished with the best record, that's who's getting my vote because you can make a case for so many guys in the league. So if your team finished with the best record in the NBA and you're playing at an elite level, Mm -hmm. like an Anthony Edwards, like a Jason Tatum, like a Joel Embiid, you're getting my vote. The tables have turned. I finally answered your question and no one yeah, else. See, vote. this is this wow. is this is why this is why we put the New kibosh year. on the MVP talk until 2024. And it still feels maybe even just a little bit early. <laughs> but here's the good news. You can you can expand your sample size. You can catch Joel Embiid in our next Star Studded NBA Friday doubleheader. Julius Randle and the Knicks. They're in Philly to take on the Sixers. That's at 7.30 Eastern. And then LeBron and AD, they host John Morant and the Grizzlies. Coverage begins with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the app. Hey, friends, before we bounce, the performance of the night on Tuesday, it was authored by Iowa's Caitlin Clark. Let's Hit go. This buzzer beater. Come on. To take back like this. 
No game. Oh, go. Boom. Shout out Zora Stevenson on the call. It was oh. Clark's 10th 40-point game, the most by any she D1 does. player over the last 25 seasons. Yes, she and does. she became the first woman to go for 40 and hit a game-winning buzzer beater in the same game. I mean, that's a logo shot. Logo. If you build the it, peak of the Hawkeye. they will come. And Caitlin Clark has built it. All right, coming up, superstars like Caitlin Clark. They are all over the court tonight, but one will shine brighter than the others, according to Kendrick Perkins. He's going to tell us who's standing on business. That's next. Business. With the business. A lot of Knicks coming on. Was Stephen A. programming? Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. So, Chanae, last night gave us the first ever meeting between two of the NBA's most exciting players. Look at the height the difference there, Victor Wembanyama <laughs> and John Morant. We tried to scale that to size. Our director, Tommy, did a pretty good job. He nailed it. Uh, first, we need to start. This this Morant, right, drives oh. on Victor Wembanyama, and then... I mean, Wemby's just making it look easy there. I mean, it is easy for him. Like, he really he didn't even jump. Well, then, what about this? <laughs> Wemby pulling up a couple steps past the logo. Oh, Come running on. Three. What? That was Dirkish. It was. <laughs> that was Dirkish. I like the word Dirkish. A whole bunch of kids are going to practice that. And it's going to be a problem. Oh, here it is. That was just a You're not going to get me twice. Circus-like. Yep. Type the of hang time. The to he the still almost got it. He still almost oh, got it with the left. Well, this <laughs> one might have been my favorite, though, because it's almost like he pauses in midair yep. to look at the camera and give yeah, it a look, saying, like, yeah. But Ja has the quickest crossover in the NBA right now. Look at that. Oh, yeah. quick. Moratti finished with 26 points. He went with two hands this time. Assists. The Grizzlies Come on, get the win. I said that was changing. fun. All right, it's time now for setting the pick. Brought to you by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. We're going to start with our ABC game tonight. The Bulls and Knicks they face off for the first time this season, in which they will be their second game for the New York Knicks. Right? They acquired the new look Knicks, rather. OG Ananobi in exchange for RJ Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly. So, Mr. Wilbon, yeah. the Bulls they've been clicking without Levine. Yeah. They're going to keep it rolling against Steve. Stephen A's next? No, I got <laughs> to put up with Stephen A. In addition, and Anobi brought in to to, yeah. to guard people yep. like Demar Derozan. I mean, this is what he's going to do. This is the additive. They got to make it for a lot of points, but defensively, what he can do. You know, Tibbs 
Who, what coach would love this more, the, the addition <laughs> yeah. of an Ananobi to that lineup than Tibbs? Well, what about this? The Lakers, they host the Heat tonight, Shanae. Who you got in that one? Well, no Jimmy Butler in this right. one, even though we've got a Jaime Hawkins Jr. So I'm still sticking with the Lakers. This is the beginning of their homestand. Nine right. of the next ten games are at home. You better win this one without Jimmy or else <laughs> the Heat is literally <laughs> on. The Heat is oh, on. Oh, my goodness. Ah, All right. right. Yeah, well, and then you know, you know where the Heat's going to be on? Where? Milwaukee versus yeah. Indiana round like four or five of this one. Who you got going down the here? over on this one is like 258 points. <laughs> number Jimmy one I'll offense, number two I'll offense. Over. I'll go under because why not? <laughs> this is the fifth Ooh, time they played this year. Yeah. Fifth time they played already this year and it's like January 3rd. So I'll go with the, the, the maybe taking? they finally figured each other out. Indiana's at home, but let's just go different and say the Bucks are going right. to win this one. So that rivalry. That's the nice Let's go. Who do you guys got? ESPN Bet is the official sports book of ESPN for your exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities. Download the ESPN Bet app and sign up. So Kendrick Perkins, I got a question for you. Who's standing on business tonight? Remember when I walked in here today? You remember what I told you what our MO is today? We standing on business. We standing on business. We still standing on business. Richard, you're not a part of this, because damn it, I'm standing on business even more. Bam! <laughs> all right, Kendrick Perkins, bam! Out of all of the games on tonight's slate, who needs to stand on business? Well, of late. Business has been standing on them, but they go flip the script tonight. I'm taking the duo of Anthony Davis and LeBron James against Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo. Tonight, LeBron James is going to be standing on business. One of those Oklahoma City performances he had about a week ago where he dropped a 40 ball. AD holding down the paint. Austin Reeves coming in off the bench and doing his thing. I feel like the Lakers are starting their homestand. No Jimmy Butler tonight. They should stand on business, and they will stand on business. So the Lakers, they have like 11 games in Crypto.com. Eight and three minimum. Say, what's the yeah. record minimum. they need to go for you? They need a nice... They need to do this and feel good. Where are they in the West today? Tenth? Where are they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They, they gotta be moving on up. Starting tonight. I'm you can't drop this by game. Janae's right. On and and I don't know. Game. All right. I don't know if we're standing on business <laughs> yeah. or business is standing on us. But that's gonna do it for us today, and we will see you tomorrow. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>